since our last episode yes i'm aware this queen needed a break i needed to rest i needed some time to reflect and i definitely needed some time to revamp and during this small hiatus that's what i'm gonna call it a hiatus tensions have been very very high i don't know if it's just me or if you're feeling the same way, I really hope that I'm not alone in this. But I found myself blaming the universe. You know, Mercury was in retrograde. There was two full moons in October. It's Scorpio season. (laughs) Whatever the case may be, communication has been off and people have been pushing me to react rather than respond. And so I had to come to the mic and share with the queens because I think it is so important to understand that your reaction or your response to other people is solely your responsibility. And so if you've been feeling the same way, like people are just pushing your buttons, people are just trying you, or you just really need some space from some toxic folks, then I think this is the episode for you. So I'm so excited to be talking to the queens again. Take, Get ready to take some notes and let's get into today's topic. Hey queens, welcome to Crown Thoughts, the podcast a safe space for women of all kinds and for women of all walks of life to come together and chat. Crown Thoughts, the podcast, is a movement of vibes, which encourages its listeners to dig deep and reflect. So with that being said, let's get into today's topic. Have you ever felt like there's someone in your life who constantly constantly wants to have conflict with you does not matter if you are the bigger person if you don't use certain words around them so that they aren't triggered if you just avoid them completely or if you're just agreeable to everything that they're saying just so that conflict will not occur but deep down inside 
you really feel like, yo, if you push me one more time, I'm really going to have to like. It's so important to understand that your reaction and really we want to push towards responding versus reacting, but how we respond is solely our responsibility. Whatever somebody else says or does or thinks has nothing to do with you. That's entirely on them. And it speaks to how they feel about themselves. So every time I hear the word narcissist, (laughs) this is the personality that I feel is just overly used as much as toxic, but we'll we'll focus on the personality of narcissism today, right? I really believe this can apply to anyone that comes into your life to intentionally disrupt your peace. So put a label on them however you like it to be. If you want to call them toxic, if you want to call them your trigger, if you want to call them narcissistic, that's fine. But remember, this is anyone that comes into your life to intentionally disrupt your peace. One of the biggest tools of this toxic person is using some sort of emotional provoking. And it usually comes through words. Sometimes it comes through actions, but usually it's the words that they're using that are literally meant to provoke you, to push you, and to get some kind of emotional response from you. When that happens, you are feeding your enemy. You are feeding that manipulator with your emotional reaction. And for them, that's their supply. That's how they keep going. It gives them life. Why? Again, this says a lot about them and really nothing about you. Everything that the narcissist, the toxic person, the trigger person, everything that they do at the beginning is to gauge your reaction to see how you're going to respond to them. However, I've noticed when you really begin to understand your power, you begin to understand that reacting is giving away your power And responding is a form of empowering yourself so that you don't get caught up in their trap. So basically, don't give them the reaction. I'm trying to think of an example. So we love to see the infamous line, hit them with the okay. That's literally not giving them the response that they want. And giving yourself some kind of empowerment. And that empowerment is in knowing I could have spazzed out on them, but I hit them with the okay. And you may still very much feel how you feel, but they will never know what's really going inside. Don't give them the reaction. They're always going to say something isn't true. They're always going to say it's your fault. They're always going to say that you're not good enough. They're always going to say X, Y, and Z. So the most that you can do is stop feeling the problem. Remember, we are learning how to respond rather than react.
Now, this is a hard part that even I myself hate to admit, and it's really going to take some maturity for you to swallow and understand. But that feeling that you have when you want to react and get your point across, that's your ego kicking in. Yes, that's your ego. And (laughs) egos are not always a bad thing. The ego feels like you're not good enough. The ego feels like there's something wrong with you. The ego is feeling like you need to defend yourself, like you need to vindicate yourself, like you need to be right. You have to show them how you're right. But you are not the problem. Stop fueling the problem. I know this comes up for a lot of people, but you may be asking, how do you respond when the person is someone you can't cut off from your life? such as an ex, an ex you have a child with, a parent, a relative, maybe it's your coworker or your supervisor, maybe it's your child, I don't know. One of the biggest things you have to remember is to maintain your boundaries. This requires you knowing what's your limits, what your triggers are, This also requires a level of assertiveness because you will have to speak up. Say no when necessary and say it confidently. And if that means practicing the conversation beforehand or looking yourself in the mirror and telling yourself today is the day that I'm going to set my boundaries, do that. Along with maintaining your boundaries, This also means avoiding emotional arguments. Frankly, no one gets their point across when emotions are involved, right? A lot of the time, those emotions that we're expressing and shouting and you know how it goes. All of that has an underlying message that we can't say because we're so pissed or we're so hurt or we're so frustrated. So the next time you have a very emotional argument or a very emotional conversation with someone, later on, take some time and reflect and and listen to what was said. Listen to how you were feeling. What are those underlying messages that you really want to say, but you're unable to? Because saying, I hate you, really could mean I feel overlooked by you. I feel like you don't listen to me. I feel as though you don't respect me. Expect challenges. They will continue to be the same person they have always shown you to be. Stop expecting them to change. This was and still is a hard one for me because I'm always giving people the benefit of the doubt solely because I want to keep my peace. I always give people the benefit of the doubt because I expect people to treat me the way I that I treat them. But the only peace that you should be concerned with is your own. Maintain your boundaries. Avoid those emotional arguments. Expect those challenges. If for some reason a challenging conversation does come up, Try to maintain perspective. Stick to the facts, not the feelings. I recently had a challenging conversation and the person used every tactic to ignite the worst in me. 
I had to maintain my cool, kept my responses light, and stop responding once the purpose of that conversation was over. Not once did I start blaming or started cursing, popping my neck, snapping my fingers, none of that. And believe me, I was mad. I was fuming. I was frustrated. I was just angry. But I would never give them the satisfaction again. Remember, reacting is fueling the problem. Responding leaves the enemy confused. They can't figure out why you aren't getting all upset. And so they may try to come harder at you. The enemy's purpose in your life is to steal your light because they can't seem to find their own. But you don't need to dim your light to satisfy the enemy. Maintain your perspective. Stick to the facts. Don't add any fill-ins. And then when you're done, talk to whoever you need to talk to so that you can really get your fill-ins out or find some other kind of outlet because you're going to still have a lot of that built up in you whether you need to go to the gym or you need to write it out in your journal or you need to listen to some music or you need to speak to someone. Find your circle, identify your support system, look up for a counselor or a therapist, do whatever you can, but lean on them and express your feelings to them. Do not express your frustrations to your enemy. Because once again, they will have you in a corner where you're going to react. And the minute that you're going to react, they're going to flip that situation over on you and say, see, I told you you're X, Y, Z. I told you you're crazy. I told you you're all the above. And again, I don't know. I don't know what it was in the month of October where everyone was just bumping heads and people were challenging one another. It could be because the election was coming close. I'm sure a lot of it has to do with everyone being stuck at home during a pandemic. I'm sure a lot of it has to do with just the stressors of daily life. However, it's never okay for someone to disrespect you. It's never okay for someone to feel as though they can speak to you however they want. At the same time, you don't have to give them that satisfaction. Now... I hate to even bring this up. However, there are some times where the conversation, the argument, the situation, it becomes worse. It just takes a turn for the worse. And if ever the situation turns violent, please, 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 queens, get to a safe space. Call 911. Send a friend your location on your iPhone or however you communicate. But unfortunately, when some people cannot get the reaction they expect, they will go to extreme measures. And what I've been seeing a lot in the community of women of color, there is a lot of domestic violence that has been occurring in 2020. The increase of just harm against Black women in this past year is mind-blowing. The statistics on domestic violence in the United States are just disturbing. It states one in three women will experience domestic violence in their lifetime. 
And for Black women, the numbers are even more disturbing. More than 40% of Black women will experience domestic violence in their lifetime. This is according to the Institute of Women's Policy Research Status of Black Women in the United States. All in all, domestic violence is a very, very serious situation. And it's happening more often than people realize or more often than people want to admit to. I hope that no one listening is going through a domestic violence situation. And this is not to scare anyone. I just want to always keep you guys in the know and be educated and understand that your toxic situation doesn't have to become so extreme. But if it does, please get to a safe space, call 911, reach out to your friend, reach out to someone that you trust, but get yourself out of that situation. So with all of that being said, here are a few tips I believe can help the next queen be proactive rather than reactive and really just take control of your situations. It's so important to remember that everything starts and ends with you. So be mindful of how you say things. Be mindful of what you're saying to yourself when you're alone. You cannot expect people to treat you with respect if you're not even giving that same respect and love to yourself first. I I truly believe that when you're secure and confident in yourself, you carry in a way that people know Oh, she doesn't take nothing from nobody. And that's not to say that someone won't challenge you or that you won't have toxicity in your life or there won't be people that push your buttons. But I think that there is going to be people that are aware like, yeah, she's not taking no mess from me. I need to stop. So let's look at some situations where you can be a little bit more proactive in how you respond to it. And this is situations that are just with you yourself, not anyone else. So, for example, you knock over a cup of juice. Is your first reaction to be like, oh my God, what the F? Let me suck my teeth, roll my eyes. I can't believe I just did that. Or when you make a mistake, do you laugh it off and let it go? Or does it disrupt your entire day? Or maybe things don't go the way you planned them to that day. And you automatically quit and want to just give up. And it's ruined everything you had in mind. It's okay if you said yes to any of these things because I do it. And unfortunately, I do it more often than I should. I do it more often than I like to, and I get very upset with myself when I know that I've overreacted or I haven't spoken nicely to myself. I haven't spoken love into myself. It's normal, but now is the time to start recognizing those things and working on it. Relax, queen. Slow down and connect your mind. Connect your mind to the body. Ground yourself. Ask yourself, how are you feeling? Identify the why behind certain emotions. Try to talk yourself down from an anxiety attack. Ground your mind. Use calming thoughts 
to calm yourself physically. Or maybe you want to intentionally relax tense muscles and then encourage your mind to follow. Breathe. Don't be so hard on yourself. You are where you're supposed to be right now in this very exact moment. Own that and and be encouraged in that moment. And lastly, accept your emotions as they come. Some days this process will feel natural and then there are going to be days where you feel like you're right back at square one. Whatever happens, understand that our hearts are malleable. And even if you're feeling something that doesn't quite make sense, doesn't mean you're unworthy or incapable. Standing in your power takes time, it takes patience, and it absolutely takes practice. Move at your pace and never let anyone take you out of your comfort zone. There's always going to be people and things that come into our lives to distract us, to take us off our A-game, to you know, pull us into a bad space where we react in such a way that it's just embarrassing or frustrating. And then you say to yourself, oh my God, I can't believe this person has got me this upset. That's okay. We can't control what other people do around us, but we must work on how we respond to that. Because we're queens. (laughs) I I can't stress that enough. We are queens. And it doesn't matter who comes in our life. They're only there for a season. And maybe they're there to teach us something about ourselves. I know for me, the person that always comes back around, that is triggering, that is frustrating, that is challenging, they're there to teach me something about myself. Well, that's it for now, queens. I really have missed sharing my ideas and thoughts and just, you know, getting out those feelings to you guys. I'm so glad to be back. Thank you for always supporting me, for reaching out, following my Instagram page at Crown Thoughts Podcast. Thank you. Again, this platform is nothing without the queens and the kings. I see you guys. So... To hear more episodes from Crown Thoughts Podcast, please like, share, and subscribe. As always, queens recognize queens. And this is Crown Thoughts, the podcast. 